This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Just into CNN, Manhattan District Attorney is suing Republican Congressman Jim Jordan over alleged interference in his case against former President Donald Trump. The former president, of course, was indicted last week. CNN's Kara Scannell and CNN's Manu Raju join us with the latest. So things are getting more and more acrimonious here. Kara, what is the latest that you're hearing? Yeah, it certainly is getting more acrimonious, Biana. We've learned that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has filed a lawsuit in federal court seeking to block the subpoena from Jim Jordan's committee, the House Judiciary Committee, that they made last week to one of the top prosecutors who worked on this investigation. Now, Jim Jordan has also reached out to the District Attorney's Office, Bragg, saying they wanted him to come in and testify. But this is a significant step forward to combat this effort. Bragg's um, lawsuit is alleging that this is an unconstitutional effort by Congress to try to interfere in a state prosecution. Uh, they also say that Congress has no power to supervise or to get involved in state uh, investigations. So they're asking the judge here to block the subpoena for the former prosecutor Mark Pomerantz's testimony. He had a deadline of April 20th, that's next week, to report to Congress to give his testimony. They're also asking the judge to stop any future subpoena to brag or to any current or former prosecutors from that office who have worked on this investigation. I mean, interestingly, in this lawsuit, Bragg's office is also alleging that Jim Jordan and other Republican congressmen have been involved in a campaign of intimidation, retaliation and obstruction. And they cite the former President Trump's own threatening statements to Bragg. And you recall that Bragg's office did receive a letter with suspicious white powder and it. it was deemed to be non-hazardous. But Bragg's office saying that these threats, these um, statements of intimidation by Trump were not denounced by these Republican congressmen. And instead, they said that the House Republicans were participating in these threatening efforts. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, let's listen in. I'll now take questions. Mr. Bragg, Garrett Hake with NBC News. Uh, your predecessor took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Federal prosecutors took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Do you believe you have new evidence that led you to decide to charge this? Or why now? Well, we, we are not going to go into our deliberate process on what was brought. The charges that were brought were the ones that were brought. Thanks so much. I mean, look, if this is the only pebble, it's not much of a pebble. And I do think it could, it could uh, uh, the, the backlash against this pebble might cow other people who might otherwise have been courageous enough to step forward. Uh, in terms of a case that's being brought against a former president, it's a little underwhelming. What I don't see in here is any explanation or any new facts that would make it clear to the American public why this is coming out now. I don't see anything really new here. This is a sick joke. Alvin Bragg couldn't answer a question. He couldn't answer a question. And he's such a moron and a gutless coward. And he understands the flop sweat coming down over that big old face of his, flop sweat everywhere. 
he ran off the stage because he couldn't answer any of the basic questions of the liberal legal, legal media. He says, hey, I noticed there's no crimes here. Can you help me out? Where I'm looking through this thing. I don't see the crimes. Oh, well, you know, I don't, I'm not really technically in charge. I don't really have to list the crimes. Hello? It's you're indicting a, a, not just a former president of the United States, a guy that won twice in the guy. And let me refer you, Brother Bragg, National Republican primary, Trump at 48, DeSantis at 19. He's marching back to the White House and you indict a guy in front of the world. How do you think, what do you think they're doing in Beijing right now? How do you think they're looking at this? If this is the leadership of America that would do this to a leader in the country, in the, in the history, think of the Republic. Think of Everybody that fought and died for this country to pass it down. Look at this today. This is a disgrace. The time for talk is over. It's the time for action. Why are we having a FBI headquarters bigger than the Pentagon? Shut it down. Here's the number zero. Just a question of the funds. Cut it off. Where are the stones in the Republican Party? People were sending me today, some Republicans I know, and I and they respect them. These statements. I said, I sent it back to them. I don't want to hear any more statements. I need your action. I need what you're going to do tomorrow. Why don't you recall Congress tomorrow? Work Holy Week. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wouldn't have a problem with that. Our Jewish representatives in Passover, because it's a crisis. Come back to Washington. Seeing what they did today, come back to Washington. Call Bragg down here tomorrow. Give him a subpoena. Give the guys at the DOJ a subpoena. This is a time of national crisis. They got nothing on Trump. Okay, Tuesday, 11 April in the year of our Lord, 2023, A.D., Anno Domini, Mark Levin, not C.E., not the common era. Drop that. Um, Tuesday, 11 April, uh, Easter week. That, that video by the great Max Evans was made, President Trump was hauled in there on Tuesday on these bogus charges, and that Max Evans made that, I think that day is when I did that rant on on, on Bragg not even having the common decency to tell the nation and the world what the charges were. It's a complete joke. And today, and I think we had a little bit, because I was saying, hey, call them back off a holy week. Where are the subpoenas? Let's go. Let's roll hard on this. And, of course, Jim Jordan and the team did roll hard on this, and you saw the blowback today. Look, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would have no problem. On Good Friday, hey, it was the administrative state. It was the administrative state of the Roman Empire that crucified him. He's seen this before. He's seen this before. This is the administrative state. And, and the announcer has the, it has the gall to say it's getting acrimonious. Oh, is it getting, you ain't seen acrimonious. You brought these bogus felony charges against a, a president of the United States who, by the way, won in, in, in 2020 and is leading all the polls in the primary and leading Biden in the general election. We're going to get all in this. We, we got Jeff Clark. I got Mike Davis at six. I got Jeff Clark now. We're going to get into not just the Bragg situation. We're going to get into Jeff Clark's going to break some news here. We're going to get into the whole Mar-a-Lago. And here's the thing. It's Colangelo. Here's why they're running. Here's why it's like a picking up a rock and the cockroaches are running away. Here's why. It's in Davis. It's Colangelo. It's, it's not just uh, Alvin Bragg. It, it's not the DA in Fulton County. It's not the special prosecutor in Washington, D.C. on the on the on the on the Mar-a-Lago and the J6 and all that. It's it's lawfare. It's the interconnectivity, not tissue interconnect. It's the interlocking aspects with the Justice Department 
and uh, and, and the White House. The same Justice Department, we're going to play, we're going to have a special guest here in a little while. We're going to play exactly what's happening with the FBI and the DOJ against the right to life movement and, 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 and arresting people saying rosaries. It's all inextricably linked. It's all of a piece. I've got Jeffrey Clark here now. So, so Jeffrey, uh, it, it, Jeff, and, and I want to go through, I want to go through Bragg. I want to go through Mar-a-Lago. Then I got to turn to the Supreme Court, AOC about this, uh, a, f- a federal judge makes a decision, and now it's all, it's nonstop. It's the legitimacy. They're not legitimate. These courts are not legitimate. We're, we're heading, ladies and gentlemen, this is, we're, we're very close to French Revolution territory. French Revolution territory, where the institutions themselves start to collapse and start to become lawless because of no, no substance inside. Jeff Clark, first off, tell me about uh, Bragg now, they're, they're scared to death. Jim Jordan smartly said, we're going to go up and take staff depositions. And man, oh man, they're, they're now suing like crazy. Walk me through that, Jeff Clark. Yourself, or are we losing? Okay, fine. <laughs> I have my own... Jeff, brother, we got to get that tech to, to learn how to work. Is he back up? Is he back up on phone? No. Okay, fine. Um, okay, here's what Jeff Clark. It's been exposed today. They've got a lawsuit. They got this incredible lawsuit about Mar-a-Lago that is now bringing forward information about the interconnectivity of the Biden Justice Department and uh, and uh, and Joe Biden. In all of it, you've got this. Now you've got on the uh, now you've got on the Bragg side. So you got you got the Bragg side, you've got the Marlago side. The court, the key to this, don't focus on the noise. Focus on the signal. Is the is the hardwired into DOJ and eventually hardwired into the White House? Jeff Clark, take me through the Bragg situation first, sir. Sure. So Steve, look, I mean, it really is a kind of. Uh, you know, planet Xenon situation, all the things we're experiencing at this point in terms of the multiple fora and plays to try to get President Trump. So uh, Bragg struck back after he got a subpoena uh, along with Mark Pomerantz and some others uh, to try to block that subpoena. And this should meet the same quick fate uh, that, uh, you know, the uh, those who tried to challenge subpoenas from the January 6th committee met which was that, you know, was dismissed on speech or debate clause grounds uh, because this is clearly a legislative act to send the uh, subpoena to Alvin Bragg. And we also have, right, Mark Pomerantz having uh, written a book about this, done many MSNBC appearances. So, you know, miraculously, he can talk to MSNBC, but he doesn't want to talk to Congress. And Alvin Bragg has hired, no doubt at great expense to the taxpayers of, of Manhattan, uh, Ted Boutros, who's one of the foremost appellate lawyers in the country at Gibson Dunn. Uh, he's not, uh, you know, uh, gotten on the cheap to uh, mount this effort to try to uh, block uh, Jim Jordan from enforcing his subpoena. And that's just not the way it works. As you know, Steve, as Peter Navarro knows, you know, you don't get this kind of anticipatory challenge. You have to test it via contempt, and then you defend yourself against that if you don't want to provide the testimony. Uh, Alvin Bragg clearly doesn't want to face that choice, so he's trying to create his his own set of options here. And hopefully the Southern District of New York, where this lawsuit was filed, 
will uh, you know, follow the approach of the, the court in D.C., which was so quick to basically let the January 6th committee enforce all of their uh, subpoenas as fast as possible. And if, if they weren't, then the full House scheduled contempt votes, as you well know. Let me let's go back to I want to talk about Boutros and Gibson Dunn. Gibson Dunn and Crutcher is one of the most prominent white shoe law firms in the country. Guys like that are, you know, they're the one thousand, two thousand dollar an hour guys. Are you telling me that Alvin Bragg essentially saying that people inside his own organ, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, who've got a pretty large staff, can't defend themselves in this? They got to go out and hire one of the biggest uh, hired guns in appellate law to represent them. Absolutely, Steve. And look, I was suspicious when I saw a letter come out from Bragg's general counsel, a woman by the name of uh, Dubeck. Uh, the letter was just too slick. And I thought to myself, well, you know, maybe she's really good. She's really on top of the latest uh, constitutional developments in cases like Mazars uh, that involved Trump. Uh, but, you know, now I have the explanation. I think that letter was ghostwritten or at least co-written with Ted Boutros in preparation for litigation. I don't think that uh, they went out and hired, you know, Ted Boutros yesterday and he just whipped this uh, complaint up. I think it's been brewing for a while. And clearly you would also need uh, some form of approval to hire outside counsel, right? The, the New York DA's office, which we're told is oh so, uh, you know, clever and expert in business crimes and the like, what do they do? You know, they rush right out and they, they get one of the largest and most prominent law firms in the nation to spearhead this. It really is another element, uh, Steve, of the fact that the establishment seems to, to hate Trump, right? The, the establishment law firms, you know, aren't lining up to represent Trump. Instead, they're lining up to represent, uh, you know, the folks like Alvin Bragg, who, as you said, can't even really defend what their lawsuit is. There's still, you know, mystery federal theories floating around that weren't fully identified that are what take the misdemeanor of uh, falsification of business records and hike it up to uh, a felony uh, level offense. And exactly how that works, we haven't even been told yet. Yet, you know, we already have Alvin Bragg they haven't had the common getting a, a, law, a law firm to go after Trump and go after Jordan. But, 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 but the scoop you're giving us is clearly they knew they had a problem early on. That's why I probably had some assistance on the initial letter. Okay, uh, Jeff Clark, just hang right there. We're going to come back to you. we got Mar-a-Lago. we got big breaking news on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, we're going to talk about AOC. we got the... Uh, uh, this investigation by the looks like the Senate Judiciary about Justice Thomas. We then are going to have a very special guest here that's in the middle of a lot of this about the right to life movement. Okay. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out of control government spending, long term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. 
They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I understand with what we go through on the war room, sometimes it's tough to get to sleep at night. Hey, guess what? You're not going to get a lot of hours sleep, but you need quality. You need the highest quality sleep. Sleep the sleep of the just on the products of MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code war room. Go there today. You got the Topper 2.0. You got the MyPillow 2.0. The MyPillow 2.0, you've got buy one, get one free on the Topper. A big discount on that. Go check it out. Plus all the other sales we got. Being part of the Vanguard, being part of the cadre, you're not going to get a lot of sleep at night, but you need to man the ramparts. The nation is depending upon you. The world is depending upon you. You know this. You're the chairman of the creditors committee in the bankruptcy of the United States and so much more. And they're coming for you nonstop. In fact, we're going to have uh, a get into it the rest of the show. Uh, and then at six o'clock, Mike Davis. And then I've got Joe Allen, uh, Ben Collins, the online editor for NBC News and MSNBC coming after the war room on uh, coming after the war room hard, Ben is, uh, and Joe Allen, uh, about uh, our take on artificial intelligence. In fact, uh, sitting there going, oh, we're, we're going off on demon summoning. No, Ben Collins, as we get into the next hour, it is the experts in artificial intelligence and Elon Musk that have been talking about the demon summoning, and we have it all on tape, and we're going to play it. We're going to break it all down, and Mike Davis is going to be at the top of the hour. But um, And Mike Davis has a huge piece in tomorrow's online version of Fox News, and we'll hopefully get Mike back up. We're going to get him tonight. He's going to talk a little bit about what he's going to have on Fox News in the morning, and then um, we're going to have Mike back on tomorrow. Also, Tucker tonight does, I think, the entire hour interview with President Trump. We're going to be up on Getter with that, Grace Chung, Jane Zirkel, Mo Bannon, all of them. I'll be in the chat, so make sure that's 8 p.m. Eastern time, Eastern Daylight Time. I want to go to uh, so Jeff Clark. You kind of broke. You, you found the buried lead on this uh, on Gibson, Dunn, and Crutcher. They're bringing in heavy guns in this. This is going to be a big fight. All these fights are big now. This is going to be a big fight. Talk to me about Marlago, sir. What what news do you have for us on Marlago? So huge news on Marlago, Steve, and kudos to. Uh, you know, all of our friends at America First Legal, uh, they got FOIA information that shows that the Biden administration was lying about the White House's involvement in uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid. So, and they've sent follow-up FOIA requests as a result. But basically, here's here's what uh, the rough sequence of events is, right? So January of last year, they get 15 boxes. NARA does the archives. They say there's classified information in there. Uh, they say they refer it to their inspector general. Their inspector general refers it to DOJ. And then, you know, NARA says, well, we just, you know, that was for DOJ at that point. And then, you know, in uh, on August 8th, Mar-a-Lago gets raided, uh, you know, surprise uh, raid. And the world and the country is outraged. 
And, you know, the first story we got was, well, this was authorized by Chris Ray. I found a November, an August 9th story from last year saying Chris Ray authorized it. But then by the 11th, we had a change in that story. We had the attorney general indicating that he had authorized it, but they tried to maintain the line that the White House had nothing to do with it. Well, what these FOIA documents show is that the uh, Biden White House working with DOJ used a special access program uh, under uh, you know, the, the presidential records regime. Uh, this is in Title 44 of the United States Code to uh, allow these uh, documents to be looked at uh, and studied by DOJ. They should have gotten a separate subpoena for that, but instead they used this special access program, which the president can authorize. But the point of the program is that it allows the president to look at past documents if he needs it to govern his own White House as the incumbent. And there's no need for these documents, and there was no showing uh, that that occurred. You know, we have both President Biden and his spokeswoman, Karine Jean-Pierre, saying on tape back in August of last year, you know, they knew nothing, like Colonel Schultz, uh, you know, we didn't authorize this, that's all inaccurate. Well, it turns out that they did authorize it, Steve. That's the, the bombshell. They authorized it through this special access program and they lied about it. And then that caused NARA to lie to, uh, uh, to Congress about it. Um, and, you know, this, the, the lies have cascaded and indeed they're probably also built into the affidavit that was filed with the magistrate judge to get the warrant issued to uh, raid Mar-a-Lago because I don't recall anything in there about use of the special access program. So whether it's a lie of omission or of commission, uh, I don't think that that was fronted to the magistrate judge who signed off on the warrant. The, um, but you pull the camera back. Both of these, what's happening with Bragg is about they're trying to protect Matthew Calandra, the connected, the inner, the hardwired into the Justice Department, into the White House, and here in Mar-a-Lago, the same thing. Do you believe Jeff Clark, preliminarily, and, 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 and Stephen Miller and the guys over America First Legal doing a great job on this, do you believe, as you see it now, that these are impeachable offenses, this direct lying about going after Trump for this? Do, do you believe, or do you think it, it's a path that more information that leads to charges that are at that level, sir? High crimes and misdemeanors. Well, we always want more information, Steve. But, I mean, at this point, there's definitely smoke. And where there's smoke, there, there tends to be fire. I mean, you know, how could you possibly have used, you know, and, and the emails in question go back to about, you know, August, uh, you know, 23 or so of last year, 24, uh, 26. And they, you know, they're indicating that this special access program was used at some point, right? Even if uh, Karine Jean-Pierre had denied any involvement by the, the, the Biden White House on the 9th, um, you know, she has an obligation to come forward and, and correct the record. And that never happened. You know, instead, they tried to skate by and pretend that this was all part of the quote unquote, independent Justice Department. Um, and indeed, originally, they tried to push it down on Chris Ray. I can only imagine when the story started coming out that Chris Ray was responsible for this, like, you know, uh, what the phone calls or meetings were like between him and the AG until the AG went out in that uh, press conference and started talking about Garland being the one to authorize it. But as it turns out, 
you know, even Garland wasn't the uh, the author of this, the genesis of this. It was the president himself. And, you know, I do think that that if you're doing that against your political opponent and you're pretending that it wasn't done by you, it was instead done by an ostensibly independent official, even though that official serves at the pleasure of the president. I mean, that's just uh, the, 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 the nastiest uh, kind of naked politics that subverts the electoral system that I can imagine. Yeah. And even beyond that, the statute that creates this independent, this uh, special access program, it, the powers of it were exceeded because these documents weren't needed to run the Biden White House, right? These were like old documents, old story, uh, you know, not something you needed in order to take action today. Yeah. It was all about a retroactive Look, action, a retrospective action to go after President Trump and try to pin some kind of crime on him. And it's just, it's unconscionable. Look, 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 I, I really can't believe these things are look, happening look, in America. Look at, well, they have no, they have, they have no conscience, but it, it, look at Bragg's situation and they're fighting this now with the, the highest paid legal guns you can have. Look at Mar-a-Lago where they're being caught in their lies. And I think there's even deeper lies there about the timing and about what they knew about what they had, the problems they had. Uh, and I want to play now. This is revolutionary Fran French stuff. Let's play AOC. Remember, AOC, people mock her on the, on the right. She's a power player. She's a power player. They're thinking of running her for the Senate. She's thinking of running her for the Senate. She's a power player. And I know people hate when I say that, but, hey, that's reality. Let's play AOC. And I want Jeff Clark's um, observations of this. Let's go and play it. There has been thought, I believe, given to this. Senator Ron Wyden has already issued statements, uh, for example, advising what we should do in a situation like this, which I concur, which is that I believe that the Biden administration should ignore uh, this ruling. I think that we, you know, the courts have the legitimacy and they rely on the legitimacy of their rulings. And what they are currently doing is engaged in an unprecedented and dramatic erosion of the legitimacy of the courts. They, it, it is the justices themselves through the deeply partisan and unfounded nature of these rulings that are undermining their own enforcement. So you're saying the Biden administration should ignore this court, but what does that look like? What does that actually mean? You know, I think it, the interesting thing when it comes to a ruling is that it relies on enforcement. And it is up to the Biden administration to enforce, to choose whether or not to enforce such a ruling. Jeffrey Clark, you were in the uh, a senior uh, level uh, executive in the Justice Department under President Trump. How dangerous is this and what AOC is talking about? This is very dangerous, Steve, in, in that, look, I don't think AOC even understands the Constitution at the most basic level, right? We have a separation of powers. The Congress uh, enacts the laws, the president shall take care that they be faithfully executed. And then when there are controversies between the branches or between private parties or between private parties and the government, the, uh, you know, those disputes, those cases or controversies are adjudicated by the courts. And any parties to those uh, actions need to obey it. There's an orderly process for challenging things via appeal and then ultimately uh, potentially getting to the Supreme Court if the Supreme Court in most cases, you know, it's discretionary. The, the court decides to accept your case or not, and then it rules. And in that case, it's binding for sure. That's how our system works. If you have uh, an executive or you have a Congress 
saying, well, we're just going to pick and choose what judicial rulings, even if we're bound by them in particular circumstances that we're going to obey or not, uh, you're really going to have anarchy. And, and we can't have that anarchy. If President Trump had ever called for something like this, you know, you cue the endless stream of sanctimonious law professors who would say that President Trump doesn't understand the Constitution. You know, Lawrence Tribe would be in uh, high rotation on MSNBC, CNN, you name it, there'd be op-eds. But, you know, AOC can say anything because she seems to get a, you know, free pass on a kind of IQ exception. Uh, Jeff Clark, hang on, because it's deeper. This is about the ruling the other day on the abortion pill. They're now going after Justice Thomas, and I gotta tell you, the Senate is now moving on this. We're gonna take a short break, Jeffrey Clark. Then we've got a very special guest that will join us right afterwards. Short commercial break, be back in a minute. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Paid for by a conservative billionaire. He's calling the trips personal hospitality from a close friend. I wonder what you and your colleagues on the Judiciary Committee see as your role in this. We, we are going to have hearings on, on this. And a number of us, including the chair of the Judiciary Committee, have sent a letter to uh, Chief Justice Roberts asking for an investigation into what Justice Thomas was uh, uh, <laughs> My gosh, anyone would know that uh, uh, having someone wine and dine you to okay, the, the news of- there is I can't stand even listening to the voice anymore. But the, 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 the news there is that they're going to have hearings on, on Justice Thomas and, and they're going to broaden out the Supreme Court of these United States. If that happened in days gone by. People both parties go, what do you've lost your mind? Jeffrey Clark, we are in uncharted and dangerous waters. Are we not, sir? Yes. And look, um, it's clear what the Democrats are trying to do, Steve. They're trying to uh, take out Justice Thomas because they don't like his jurisprudence, because he really is the uh, senior most uh, intellectual force on the court. And they particularly don't like his skin color because no one who is an African-American is supposed to be as conservative as he is. They tried to stop him from getting on the court initially with 
you know, spurious allegations decades ago. And they thought that they hit the jackpot when they went after his wife, uh, Ginny Thomas, the January 6th committee did. Uh, now with this ProPublica story about um, him accepting personal hospitality from a longtime friend, you know, they're going to turn that into a whole series of hearings, right? They're, and, you know, they're, they have kind of consolation prize level things they aim for, too. If they can't take him out and thereby get another, uh, you know, a switched seat for uh, Joe Biden to appoint the replacement for, uh, then they're going to, you know, just blacken him up, blacken him up. So they make him look bad in the eyes of the American people. It's very sad that if you just watched mainstream media, you would think that uh, Justice Thomas is, you know, uh, an evil caricature or something like that. But in reality, he's a very uh, uh, kindly gentleman. I've seen him speak several times and, uh, you know, been in his presence other times at, at dinners and the like. He's a, a steadying force for traditional conservatism on the court. And he's a really deep thinker. And he's a thinker that goes back to the original constitution in, in a way really that none of the other justices match. And that's why they think they, you know, that's why they're aiming to take him out. These are epic battles. The one uh, with the, uh, the AG in New York, the Mar-a-Lago situation, Justice Department, the Biden White House, this major uh, scoop by American First Legal on the FOIA request about the Biden regime understand this we're going to be all over this in days to come jeff clark magnificent job uh, uh how do we get to the rust vote organization uh renewing america and how they get to you on your social media sure so we are the center for renewing america at americarenewing.com and i'm jeff clark on getter jeff clark us on uh getter and twitter and on truth social um jeff clark us Jeff, thank you very much. By the way, I forgot to say that President Trump actually put up on True Social that opening uh, clip we had from uh, the opening clip we had from Max Evans about the other day. Just I don't think we're going to be able to play any cold, so just hold it right there. I want to bring in uh, we have a very honored guest, John Henry Weston, co-founder, editor in chief of one of the best sites in all the Internet for news, LifeSite News. John Henry, uh you have a pretty explosive story. I want you to take it from here and tell us why was LifeSite News not up on YouTube last week on this big channel you have there? What happened during Holy Week, sir? Absolutely. So unbelievably, on Holy Thursday itself, our new channel on YouTube was also removed. So back in 2021, you had me on because YouTube removed our main channel with 315,000 subscribers at the time. You know, our largest video at the time, 8.5 million views, many single videos in the millions and millions of views, just totally deleted us. At the time in 2021, it was all over what they called medical misinformation, which of course now is all fact, but back then was said to be medical misinformation regarding COVID. Well, this time, they seem to have changed their policies because this time we had our first strike and our second strike for what they call hate, violating their hate policy. Now, if you look up YouTube's hate policy, a new policy, it's all about violence and hatred towards specific communities. And they're referring to the LGBT plus Q plus community. Now, interestingly, life sites take on that whole issue has been consistent for 25 years. As many of you probably know, we're Catholics, and the stance on those issues has always been the same. It's to love the sinner, hate the sin, love the sinner. So there's no hatred 
God forbid, there's no violence whatsoever. So how could we offend this? In fact, the offending video was a movie review about a film called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It, it looks like a martial arts film, but it's really an anti-Catholic film bashing the Catholic Eucharist, which is what we believe is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ at Mass. They bash that in the context of, you know, this is evil because you're not accepting of the LGBT relationships. So that was the premise of the movie. I did a review on it in which I showed how horrible it was because they were bashing the Catholic faith. But in addition, said, look, Here's our take on the whole LGBT questions, which is one of love, not one of hatred at all. But that violating it on violence and hatred when it was exactly the opposite. Hey, John, Henry, we just dropped you for a second, but I, I got to come back. Mm -hmm. This is not a small movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. This was the, the centerpiece of the Academy Awards. It was a, a, a film that was... Uh, heralded by all of the secular uh, progressive media nonstop over and over again. So your review, I just want to go back through it and, and specifically point out what you said in your review about its hate towards Catholics in specificity, because is this yeah. why YouTube took you down because you did a movie review that actually went through and, and went to the receipts, sir? <laughs> it seems to be. That was the video in question. And again, that film portrayed the Catholic Eucharist. You can you can see they go into this thing that looks exactly like a church. They go up to the altar, which looks exactly like an old-fashioned uh, main high altar. And they go behind the curtain, which would normally be the tabernacle. And there indeed is bread, but it's the form of a blackened bagel that's sort of like a, it, it looks like a wormhole or whatever, sucking in the universe into it. And this is the source of all evil. And the evil comes out in the non-acceptance of homosexual relationships. So this was the movie portraying it in such a horrible and hate-filled way that I wanted to warn folks of the anti-Catholic content that was being uh, shown in this film. For that and our portrayal on the whole issue of LGBT from a Catholic perspective, which again is one of love, love the sinner, hate the sin, yes, but love the sinner, uh, was in violation of YouTube's hate policy, which again talks about violence and hatred. How they deemed that from that video, I have no clue. But what's amazing to me is they not only canceled in 2021, the whole of our subscriber base, 315,000 subscribers, millions of views on many, many, many videos, this time, we worked for two full years to get up to 156,000 subscribers, just about halfway to what we used to have in 2021. And this is a whole team working on this. And just like that, cancel this again. It is really unbelievable that they're coming after. And this was the John Henry Weston Show channel. You know, it's really weird. They also removed my personal YouTube channel. So I can't even watch YouTube videos at all unless I sign up under a different account or whatnot because my own personal YouTube page is also gone. It's all connected through Google. This is a very personal attacks. And that's my, my really wanting to tell you this and your listeners this, this is very personal, just like it was with Trump and the debanking, the truckers in Canada whose accounts were frozen after they were thrown in jail, just like the January 6th protesters. This is a very personal attack, just like the FBI went after Mark Houck and the many you were wondering, 
why are they going after this Catholic dad with seven kids? What sense does that make? I went out to Mark's home, saw where the FBI were, looked at his little children and his wife and thought, this is insane. What are they doing? They're specifically targeting. Why Catholics? Why Latin mass Catholic? When Kyle Serafin came out with his, uh, you know, revelations of what the FBI were up to, what are they doing? We just learned in the past couple of days that the FBI had put plants into Catholic churches, but not just any Catholic churches, Latin mass Catholic churches, conservative Catholic churches, because the Catholics, the Catholics like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, they don't alarm the left at all. In fact, it's two thumbs up for them. But what alarms the left is any kind of Catholicism that speaks to the traditional moral values, life and family. And that is where they want to crush. And anybody who's looked at the stats from traditional Latin mass Catholics and conservative Catholics knows they stand out on life, on family, on faith and freedom like the left, leftists, so-called Catholics don't at all. No trouble with the Nancy Pelosi and uh, Joe Biden Catholicism. Massive trouble with any kind of conservative Catholicism. And that's why we have this mess. It's a personal attack directed against conservatives because they want their own one world, new world order religion, which is very, very demanding. It's, it's like a Taliban in the West. We have an absolute assistance, insistence on the new religion, and they will allow for nobody to go in any other way other than their new sanctimonious religion. It's unreal, but it's the religion of Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. John Henry, uh, LifeSide News is obviously one of the thought leaders and one of the biggest and most powerful platform in, in the in uh, discussions and topics and news, information, analysis, uh, commentary on the family and life. Uh, what is to be done? What, what, what action can we take? I mean, how do you get your YouTube? Did they even take a call from you guys, particularly taking it down Holy Thursday? I mean, that's, that's just up in your grill, right? Yeah. What then is to be done? How, how, how do we, how do we, turn this around because we got to fight back, right? We have to fight back. We can't take, this is why they're arresting. If you don't fight back, the Mark Hawks of the world are going to be the rule, not the exception, right? Right now they're doing this, but they're going to come for, they're going to come for everybody that prays for the rosary outside of an abortion clinic. So what is your recommendation of what action this audience needs to take to assist you guys to, to set things right? Absolutely. Well, number one is always, as you just said, prayer. But in addition to that, Prayer and couldn't cast. The parents went to Christ and said, "Hey, Lord, okay. can, uh, you know, can you do something about this?" Your apostles couldn't. He does it. They couldn't, and he does it. And he says to them later when they ask him, "Hey, what went on?" Some demons only come up by prayer and fasting. Practical solution, though, as well. Go direct to lightsightnews.com/videos. All our videos are there. That pl- platform we built just before this cancellation. It was like an Easter miracle that we had just got this done when they canceled us. So praise God for that. It's there, but nobody knows about it. LifesightNews.com slash video is where all our videos are. So if we can spread that news, that they're all still there. It's not only on YouTube, they're all at LifesightNews.com slash video. That would be of great assistance. In addition to that, Go to your local reps and tell them this kind of targeting of individuals and any conservative voice by big tech is totally unacceptable. And they need to stand up for freedom in America because if we don't do that right now, we're going to turn into totalitarian China. 
And we're already more than halfway there, thanks to the Biden administration and his ilk. John Henry, if you could hang on, I want to hold you through the break and bring you back. Hey, we're going to take a short commercial break. We've got a lot to do in the next block, but we're going to get it all done. Then at 6 o'clock, Mike Davis is going to join us for additional discussion of the lawfare, everything from the FBI coming to the uh, against the uh, traditional Catholics, uh, starting with this memo in Richmond. That's explosive now. Jim Jordan and his committee and the weaponizations involved. We also have Joe Allen talking about transhumanism and uh, artificial intelligence in a sophisticated manner. We're going to pull a bunch of uh, clips on that too to, to instruct Ben Collins, NBC, back in a moment. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Think again. In Congress, DeSantis voted three separate times to cut Social Security. That's right, three times over three years. Worse, DeSantis voted to cut Medicare two times. DeSantis even voted to raise the retirement age to 70. The more you learn about DeSantis, the more you see he doesn't share our values. He's just not ready to be president. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. I'm going to get to the, uh, the hearings in a second, but on, on remember, there's a great video up made by uh, Max Evans. I've got it over my Getter account we put up over the weekend about Hoke, one of the guys the FBI came. I remember my interview with him. They, they talked to folks in the interview. He was chained like a dog for six hours. This is a guy that would pray the rosary in front of these abortion clinics. And of course they throw, he would, they chained him like a dog for six hours. They're trying to break the hobbits. They're trying to break the, the most traditional Catholics. The Richmond, look, there's no conspiracy, no coincidence. That, the Richmond field office, that parish, St. Joseph's, my parents helped start that with a couple of Benedictine monks from, from over at the, the abbey of the prep school I went to, Father Adrian, a couple others. When Pope John Paul II and Bishop Sullivan okayed in the diocese to have a Latin, a traditional Tridentine Catholic service, they formed a, a parish called St. Joseph's that, that did that. That's what come out. You know why? Because these are the hobbits. This is MAGA. These are the, the most humble, most patriotic, working class or lower middle class, no money, but super devout. And the families with five, six, seven, and eight kids. And the number of uh, young people that went to the academy, particularly the Naval Academy, 
or West Point who went to the Naval Academy and then became Marines later was just incredible. These these are the best people in the world, and that's what the FBI is going after. This is the weaponization. Chris Ray and Merrick Garland are pure evil, 100% evil to their core. They're not uniparty. It's not the swamp. Don't give me any cute term. They're pure evil that are torturing and persecuting first century Christians. And what you saw there, Mark Houck was chained like a dog and brought in with all those FBI agents on state trooper for one simple reason. I want this audience to fully understand it. He's living, uh, he's uh, lived Christianity. He doesn't talk about his religion. He doesn't, uh, you know, go to church once a week like, like most Catholics and most Christians. It is his lived Christianity that brought him to be chained like a dog in that room. And his victory is the victory. If you study the martyrs, you study the saints, that's the victory. They say it's the most powerful moment, the most, you know, you talk to people, you read it, the most powerful moment. You flip it back on them. This is first century Rome. They're like the Nazis. They're just like the Romans. There's no difference. And for the state troopers and the FBI agents and the U.S. Marshal, I'm just doing my job. Hey. Go back and look at the Nuremberg trials. Just doing your job is not good enough. When are you going to be back uh, saying the rosary? Next Wednesday, I get back on my regular schedule. FBI, state troopers, U.S. attorneys, Merrick Garland, all of you suck on that. Mark Houck, uh, you're a good man. Thanks, Steve. God bless you. And there's a lot of good men out there. John Henry Weston's one of them. John Henry, once again, we need everybody to go to your site. We're not going to let Google, we're not going to let these tech oligarchs that are now all, all over artificial intelligence, we're not going to let them win. We're going to be victorious. How do people get to your site, sir? LifeSiteNews.com and LifeSiteNews.com slash video for all of our videos. Everything is there and will stay there. 30 articles a day every day, a video a day, plus more. Uh, Mother Miriam show, Bishop Strickland show, John Henry Weston show, Faith and Reason once a week. It's it's jam-packed with stuff. It's there for people to use to evangelize the culture, to bring the truth out, to bring the truth especially out on life, family, faith, and culture, and freedom, which is so under attack today. John Henry, honor having you on here. Look forward to having you back to go through some of these issues. It's a site. LifeSite News is a, a must-read every day. So, sir, thank you very much. Co-founder, editor-in-chief, fantastic job. Thank you. My great honor, Steve. God bless you. Thanks, brother. I want uh, Mo and Grace. Let's get all that out there to everybody. Let's be a force multiplier and push this out today. Don't have YouTube uh, win. Get her tonight, as I said. Get her tonight. And I'll talk about it in the next hour. Get her tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, President Trump and Tucker Carlson. We're going to have a live chat going on. So go to the Getter site, download it, join up. It will be fantastic. We have Jane Zirkel, uh, Grace, Captain Bannon, myself, maybe a few other surprises in Getter live chat tonight for the, uh, the the interview of Tucker Carlson and President Trump. Also, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go there now. I need you to download the end of the dollar empire. It's totally free particularly get the debt. So we're going to be a lot of discussion in the next couple of days. We're going to be breaking down the entire talks. Everything's going on behind the scenes on this great fight to get control of the uh, control of this spending that is burying everybody, including you and also your children and grandchildren. If you're a millennial, you ought to be all over this fight. I know you're not right now, but we'll explain it all about how it's gone. So get her tonight for Tucker and President. Go to birchgold.com right now to download the end of the dollar empire. Also, you get all the free information they've got about 401ks, about gold and silver. 
uh, I've got Crom Carmichael, Crom, our, our, our cadre, our uh, vanguard have hearts of lions. How do they keep these hearts? We know they got hearts of lions. That's where they're in the fight every day. How do we keep these hearts of lions healthy, sir? Steve, thanks, thanks so much for having me. I've got a bottle of salt tea here I'm showing. In this bottle are 60 soft gel capsules. You take two a day, and you will get the equivalent of 30 cups of green tea, the health benefits for your heart and your cardiovascular system. Because what we do is we take a, uh, uh, we take a, we, we have a process where we extract a particular molecule called theoflavin from fresh green tea and we create a 22% concentration. We take that and we put it in these wonderful soft gels, which are very, very easy to swallow and great to take. Two a day will help you manage your cholesterol, and help you on your heart health. Let me just uh, very, very quickly, we have we got a great email, and we get emails all the time from customers, but this one's very, very short and very quick. I've had blood pressure issues and high cholesterol for years. After six weeks of taking Salty, my blood pressure went from 187 over 90 to 108 over 55. My cholesterol from 282 down to 189 in only six weeks, and it's only getting better. Thank you for your product. Well, that's the same kind of results that I get, which are, to be honest, those are better than average. But we get letters from people all the time talking about how their cholesterol has been improved, their blood pressure has been improved, which means that their whole cardiovascular system is better. And so I would encourage the entire, all the members of the posse to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and use the code warroom at checkout to get a $29.95 discount on the opening order of a subscription. And then on an ongoing basis, they'll get three bottles for the price of two. And we pay the freight. And that's warroomhealth.com, warroomhealth.com, and use the code warroom at checkout. Crom, thank you very much. Stick around. Mike Davis, Joe Allen, next in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart 
and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.